This is Indiana. This is high school basketball. This is Hoosier Hysteria. Welcome to the Redeemer Radio Spotlight Game on 95.7 FM. High School Basketball on Redeemer Radio is presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Where you bank does matter. And by Tire Rack. More tires, great prices. Visit TireRack.com. Now let's go courtside with Bob Berger and Angelo DiCarlo. It has been an incredible week for basketball on Redeemer Radio. One week ago, the St. Joe girls beat Marion in the Holy War in overtime. On Friday, the Marion boys beat Mishawaka with a three-pointer at the buzzer. So what will happen tonight as St. Joe meets Marion in a top 10 showdown in the Holy War on the Harwood Boys Basketball Edition? Welcome to the Redeemer Radio Boys Basketball Spotlight Game presented by Tire Rack and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. And since this is Holy War Battle, we have a third presenting sponsor tonight in Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. Learn more about Andrew by visiting andrewweisskofc.com. I'm Angel DiCarlo coming to you live from Alumni Gym at St. Joseph High School in downtown South Bend where tonight the 8-1 St. Joe Indians play host to 6-2 Marion. My broadcast partner is Bob Berger and coach, I don't know about you, with the week we're having, I simply cannot wait for tip-off to arrive. Hey, haven't we have a lot of exciting ball games, and I wouldn't anticipate this one being any different. Two top ten teams right here on a Tuesday night in January. You just can't beat it. All right, before we go any further, let's take you to the pregame prayer. This is Father Nathan Maskell, chaplain of Marion High School, welcoming you to this broadcast of our Marion Knights student-athletes. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, thank you for gathering us this day as members of your holy family. Please watch over all players, coaches, referees, and fans today, sheltering them in your care. May we have kindness in our hearts, mindfulness in our souls, and endurance to finish. Through the intercession of our patroness, the Blessed Virgin Mary, protect all competitors and relieve the burdens they bear. Grant us strength and courage in our journey to eternal life. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Joe is ranked second in the state in Class 3A in the latest AP poll. The Indians are 8-1 and 3-0 in the NIC, winners of four in a row. Their lone loss is to Goshen. Marion, meanwhile, defeated Goshen last week. The Knights are ranked eighth in the state. They're now 6-2 overall, 3-1 in the NIC, winners of five games in a row. And, of course, Marion has incredible momentum, Coach, after beating Mishawaka Friday night on a three-pointer at the buzzer from Michael Boffman. Well, that's the type of shot you not only win the ball game, but you hope that that can carry you on against other great opponents like St. Joseph. You got Riley on Friday night, so you hope that that uh, can really add a little spark to go against the St. Joseph Indians. All right, let's take a look at the starting lineups first for the visiting Marion Knights coach by Rob Berger in his 13th season as the Marion boys coach, 10th year in his second stint. He's won 206 games at Marion, 306 overall. Jerry Bracey leads the way, a 6'2 senior guard, 17.3 points, 5.6 rebounds, and 6.1 assists per game. He got elbowed in the nose during the celebration versus Mishawaka 
lot of blood came out. The good news, coaches, he's just fine. We saw him at practice. No swollen nose. He, he's okay. We were a little worried, though. After I the game. was expecting a whole head to be swollen. As much blood as I saw on the floor. But, hey, he's tough and he's ready to go here tonight. The man that elbowed him in the face is 6'1", senior guard Michael Boffman, the hero from Friday night. Mr. Soccer player, as Coach Berger called him, with the game-winning three at the buzzer to beat Mishawaka. He's averaging 5.9 points per game, shooting 46% from beyond the arc. The third guard is 5'9", freshman, averaging 13.5 points per game, Deglin Sullivan. Tonight, a big game for him. His first time playing St. Joe, he grew up cheering for them with his three older siblings, all stars for the tribe over the years. In the front court, 6'4", sophomore, Kaleo Kakalea, seven points and 4.4 rebounds per game, and 6'3", junior Mitchell Menting, 4.8 points and 2.9 rebounds per contest. I tell you, Marion, one of the things that I think they're really counting on tonight is their defense. They have one of the top defenses in the state, and uh, but they're going to have to have their work cut out for them against this offensively powerhouse in St. Joseph. You know what I love about this game? We're, we're only in pregame, and I'm already having trouble hearing hearing things, and we haven't even started the game yet. Isn't that great? And i tell you, I look across the way. The place is packed. I'll tell you, if you're going to come to the game and you have uh, three kids and uh, a couple of parents, you're going to have trouble sitting together here tonight. <laughs> and the same here on the home side. Let's take a look at the St. Joe starting lineup up here. Uh, the Indians, again, coached by Mark Johnson. Uh, 5'10", junior Cole Hakovich is a point guard. 8.2 points and... 3.7 assists per game. A lot of height from there in the starting lineup. Adam O'Dell has entered the starting lineup as Paxson Campbell battles a foot injury. O'Dell is a 6'6 junior, averaging 7 points and 4.8 rebounds per game. Joining him in the front court is 6'4 junior Will Terry. 12 points and 8.3 rebounds per game. And Jack Fuda, 10 points and 5.2 rebounds per contest. And the star of the show is 6'7 junior J.R. Konezny, who's committed to play at Notre Dame. Konezny is averaging 24.8 points per game, scoring 34 in Friday's win over Jimtown. He's now just 61 points away from reaching six, from reaching 1,000 in his career. And again, he is just a junior. And we can get you to our pregame interview. Normally in these games, we do interviews with seniors, but tonight we decided to go with underclassmen from each team that are Starting in this game for the first time, Coach Berger chats with Marion freshman Deglin Sullivan. But first, my conversation with St. Joe Jr. Will Terry. All right, Will, uh, it's been a great season so far. Uh, give us your thoughts on the way this team has been playing to this point and uh, how much fun it's been. Uh, it's It's been a lot of fun because we came in, like, ranked eighth in the state. And, like, we didn't, like, oh, yeah, we're the right team in the state. Like, we earned that. Like, we play. Like, we deserve to be that high. And it's, like, showed, like. We, like, we won the games we were supposed to win, and, like, we won them handily. Take us through what a difference this season's been like for you versus last year. Uh, this time last year, you were still playing JV, and here you are not only starting on varsity, but get, averaging a double-double. Last year, I was kind of like, I mean, Coach A didn't really know me, so, like, I didn't play how I should have played, like, and, like, that kind of annoyed me. So, like, I worked this summer, like, all right, I'm going to get better. Like, I'm going to, like, earn my spot on, and then, like, I'm still earning my playing time, so like, 
if like all of a sudden now I decide to like take a dive, like I'm not gonna play, so I still have to prove like I can still like score, I can still rebound, like this is my job, like no one else is getting that rebound, no one else is getting that put back. To have that opportunity now to play this year, you know, how much have you been, you know, salivating at every one of those opportunities and what's been the difference that has allowed you to be so successful? Uh, I feel like I like my goal every game is like own the paint like every rebounds mine you're not scoring on me like I'm scoring on you like I just want to dominate that and like earn everything I get. Marion game last year you only get in for 30 seconds at the end now you're a starter what's tip off time going to be like for you? Uh, I mean not the, sa the same as every other game like it's just our rival, but it's still another game. Like, I'm going to play the same way. I'm going to play just as hard. I'm going to work just as hard. I'm going to rebound just as hard. I'm going to score just as hard. And at the same time, though, I'm sure you're very much looking forward to this one because of the fact that it's your rival, right? Oh, yeah, of course. But we, we're still going to come in with the same intensity that we have every game. And if we play as well as we played these past few weeks, no one can beat us. I think we've proven that pretty well. All right, Will, thank you very much. Best of luck. Thank you. Now let's go to Coach Berger with the Marion side. Thanks, Anj. And joining us now, starting freshman guard for the Marion Knights, Daglin Sullivan. Welcome to Redeemer Radio. Thank you. All right, now as we look at the last game, before we talk about the Holy War and all that, let's talk about the last game against Mishawaka. What's your take on those final 10 seconds or so? Uh, well, we just came up and we knew it was a tie game. Coach Berger wrote up a play. Um, they passed it to Kyrell. Kyrell passed it to Mike. Mike hit three, and it was just a crazy moment. Uh, was that the play that Coach Berger drew up in the huddle? Yeah, yes, it was. Oh, you're giving him a lot of credit. Very good. All right, now, as we think of the name Sullivan, we have to think of St. Joseph High School. Your brother, two sisters. Uh, again, how are you enjoying it not being a part of, at St. Joe? Um, it's just a lot of my friends were going to St. Joe, but I felt like I just belonged at Marion and my dad wanted me to come here. And it was a hard choice, but yeah, I think um, it's, it's, it's great. All right, you think that that puts any added pressure on you? Because there's a lot of St. Joseph people know you and uh, possibly, uh, hey, they know the Sullivan family. Um, a little bit, but I'm just trying not to focus on that. I'm just trying to focus on going out there and playing basketball, you know, just having fun. All right, it's the Holy War. What do you look at it as the atmosphere that we might see uh, tonight? I expect it to be loud um, and just like a little, I don't know, just loud and, you know, there's a lot of tension between the two teams. We both have pretty good um, standings and so, yeah, I expect it to be a good game. I talk a little bit about your development as a player. Have you really, have you feel you've adjusted well to the high school compared to the junior high game? Uh, I think the high school game is a lot faster, and uh, my dad uh, has been helping me work on that a lot, and Coach Berger has been helping me get, um, you know, adapt to that type of play, and so, yeah. All right, now talk a little bit about the development of the team, the team from the beginning, the Lures-Adams game, up to this point now. Well, I think we've um, gotten, we've progressed a lot, and every practice we just try to come out here and get better every every practice, and I think we've done a great job at that, and, and yeah. All right. As we look at this, what do you feel is a key for victory to beat the St. Joseph Indians tonight? Uh, I think just following the game plan, we got to make sure that we're um, mentally in the game and that we don't um, let anything get to our heads. And so we're just focusing on the game and um, following the game plan. Well, Daglin, thank you very much for talking to us and good luck. Thank you. 
All right, thank you very much. That is the Deglin Sullivan and Will Terry pregame. And obviously this is gonna be a great game. And let's, uh, let's get ready to go here for the start of the game. Marion in blue, St. Joe in white. Both teams on the floor. The student bodies are rocking and standing up and we are underway at Alumni Gym. St. Joe has the ball to start, going right to left. Jack Fuda inside to Will Terry. Terry lefty laying over the top of Boffman for the early score. Well, I think you're going to see St. Joseph really trying to go inside a lot tonight. They have a definite height advantage. Absolutely, they do. We talked about that in the pregame, and that's certainly the case. Here's Boffman, the hero from Friday night. Tries to pass it inside. Kicked by Fuda out of bounds. Remains Marion basketball. Okay, again, it looks like St. Joseph is now in a 2-3 zone, so both teams are playing the same defense. I guess, uh, hey, they learned uh, from each other. Coach Berger learned from Coach Johnson as an assistant, so a lot of, a lot of similarities with these teams. 2-0 to start here out of the gate. 7.25 to play. St. Joe leading Marion in the Holy War, presented by Tyrac Notre Dame Federal Credit Union and Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. Here's Jerry Bracey, picks up by Menting, has it top of the key, gives it off for Deglin Sullivan. Sullivan has it top of the key. Now they'll swing it around into the corner to Bracey. Bracey drives inside, reverse lefty lane, and won't drop ball, tipped out of bounds, and it's St. Joe basketball. Marion took a lot of time with that possession, ended up with a pretty decent shot. Bracey just couldn't quite get it to fall as we see Marion coming out in a 2-2-1 three-quarter court trap, one of their real bread and butter defenses. Here's the pass inside. It's Adam O'Dell with the reverse lane. Partially blocked, it looked like. And here comes Marion the opposite way. Off the rebound by Mitchell Menting. And Jerry Bracey has it two minutes into the Or well, one minute and 30 into the game. I tell you, it's something to see Kinesny on the top of a 2-3 zone. He not only is 6-7, but he's also extra long. Jerry Bracey now gives off to Kaleo Kaukalea. Back to Bracey. They'll swing it around into the corner to Deglin Sullivan. Sullivan's three older siblings all played in the Holy War, but for St. Joe, Deglin, the first member of the Sullivan family, playing on the Marion side of things. He has the ball on the left wing, covered by Kinesny. Now back to Bracey. Bracey just in front of midcourt, gives it off to Sullivan on the left wing, has some pressure, drives by Kinesny, goes up for the runner, won't drop. Jack Fuda, the rebound for St. Joe, brings it across the timeline to Kinesny on the right wing, right in front of the giant St. Joe yeah. student section. That's as big a St. Joe student section I think I've ever seen in a basketball game. They really got it packed. Inside pass to Kinesny, tipped, and Hakovic gets it now back to Fuda. Fuda on the left wing, extended, and a whistle foul away from the ball. Called on Marion, and they're going to call that on Boffman. Probably holding J.R. Kinesny, which is a tough assignment for him here tonight. Well, he was guarding him in on the uh, low post, and you don't want 6'7 getting too good a look and getting that ball in the inside. Someone who's the quality of player that Kinesny is. All right, inbound pass to Kinesny. He passes cross court to Fuda, who pulls up for three. It won't drop. Loose ball tipped around right in front of the Marion bench, and it's Bracey who gets the rebound, and he gives it off to Boffman. Boffman into the corner to Sullivan. Well, I tell you, I wonder what, what uh, Bracey's vertical is. There's times it looks like he's up there above the top of the rim. I'm exaggerating, of course. <laughs> Bracey drives inside, tries to pass it off to Menting, but a little bit too much on mm -hmm. it. Goes out of bounds, and it's a turnover. St. Joe basketball. 
Well, that time Bracey left his feet and made a pass. When you pass, a jump pass is uh, very difficult for the receiver. Puda tries yeah. to pass it off. He has it stolen away by Kakalea and Bracey. Bracey in transition up to Sullivan. Sullivan ducks <laughs> past the defender, misses the shot. Kakalea <laughs> misses the shot on the rebound. Outlet pass by St. Joe comes up to Odell. Spin move in the paint. Lefty lay-in and the foul for Adam Odell. And it's 4 nothing St. Joe. And the St. Joe student body is going crazy. Well, I tell you, they, uh, Marion had a couple of easy she looks at the basket down and missed. Got St. Joseph got the ball out. St. Joseph wants to get that ball out, and they want to run. And that time they were able to uh, come up with uh, possibly three points. Odell's second free throw, or his first free throw, I should say. That trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors is good. And St. Joe out to the 5 nothing lead here. Three minutes into the game here in the Holy War on the Hardwood Boys Edition. Jerry Bracey has the ball between the circle, gives it off to Michael Boffman. Boffman to Bracey now on the right wing as Marion's slowing the tempo down. Back to Bracey. Bracey drives inside. Menting now has it. Double covered here. Starts his dribble, gives it off to Bracey on the right wing, drives into the paint. Lots of people there. They'll kick it out to Boffman over to Sullivan. Back inside to Bracey. Bracey goes for the reverse lay-in and gets Marion's first points of the night. It's 5-2. A nice reverse layup. Took the baseline. St. Joe didn't get down, cut it off, and uh, Bracey got the basket. Fuda drives in through the paint. His shot won't go. Ball tipped around. Oh. Rebound comes down to Kakalea. Now off to Bracey across midcourt. Bracey driving inside into the paint. Gives it off to Menting. Menting pulls up for the short-range J. It won't go. Will Terry, who's near a double-double average, gets the board for the Indians. Menting thought maybe he was hit on top of the head or hit on the arm, but uh, no call. 3.50 to play first quarter, 5-2 the score, St. Joe up by three. Here's Kinesny, jumper, nothing but net for J.R. Kinesny while on the move. His first points tonight, it's 7-2 St. Joe. Well, I tell you, that's a, a big-time move that Kinesny had. Uh, he went in, penetrated the basket, stopped on a dime, went up strong, and at that height, you're uh, not going to stop him. Bracey uh. drives inside, misses the shot, and the ball tipped out of bounds, and it'll remain... It'll be St. Joe basketball, last touch by the Knights. Thornton and Franklin coming into the game for Marion. Menting and Buffman will grab get a little rest on the bench. Special thanks to Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. He's the presenting sponsor for a broadcast of tonight's Holy War matchup between St. Joe and Marion. In fact, the presenting sponsor for all our Holy War broadcasts. The Knights of Columbus have been providing valuable financial protection for Catholic families since 1882. Learn more about Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance by visiting andrewweisskofc.com. St. Joe turns it over at midcourt. Marion inbounds, and it is Bracey with the ball between the circles. And they'll swing it around. It's Deglin Sullivan now back to Bracey, top of the key, dribble drive inside. At the free throw line, kicks it out to Sullivan. Back to Bracey on the right wing. He's covered by Connor Licko, who's checked into the game for the first time. Bracey drives inside, gives it off to Kyrell Franklin. Franklin the pass to Thornton. <laughs> Thornton misses the shot, partially blocked. Rebound comes down to Will Terry, and Sullivan called for the foul. Well, there's been three or four very high percentage shots that Marion just has not been able to convert on and I think that's a you know something they need to go maybe a little intimidation with all the size that St. Joseph has underneath the basket all right here's Hakovich covered by J.R. Kinesny back to Hakovich now Connor Licka with the ball on the right wing tries to pass it back to Hakovich tipped away and he gets it 
Now it's Kinesny, left wing. Good defense here by Marion. 2.30 to play, second Ooh. quarter. They'll pass it in and then kick it out, and Odell's three won't drop. Loose ball rebound comes all the way down to Sullivan at midcourt. He goes the length of the floor, goes up for the shot. He's fouled. He'll go to the line to shoot two. That's about wow. the longest rebound you'll ever see. He didn't even get it at midcourt. He tipped it himself. Probably didn't come up with the ball until the other three-point line. Well, I tell you, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. He never, like you say, he never had, really had control for a, a, law, a large percentage of the court. So Sullivan at the free throw line, misses the front end of two. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors, creating great places to work since 1982. Well, first time Marion's been at the free throw line, and Sullivan misses the first one. And the second, second free two. throw won't go. Loose ball comes down to Odell. He fights for the loose ball with Franklin. It goes off of Odell's leg and out of bounds, so Marion gets the ball back after missing both free throws. And John Driscoll, the... <laughs> Football star for the St. Joe Indians checking into the game for the first time here tonight. I tell you, I think Driscoll's getting more playing time this year than he ever envisioned. Kalkalea gets the inbound pass and goes up and in for the shot. It is 7-4. St. Joe's lead down to 3, 2-10 to play first quarter. Kinesny dribble drive inside from the corner. He's fouled on the drive in on Marion. Well, I think Bracey uh, got beat on the on the line by Kinesny and uh, Got put the knee out and picked they up the foul. Calculea actually they his second. My wow. Seven four the score. Two oh seven to play first quarter. Timeout on the floor. We'll take a timeout. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio ninety five seven. TireRack.com has an enormous selection of tires. Not sure which ones to buy? Use our tire decision guide to find the right tires for your vehicle and the way you drive. Then get them shipped fast and free on all orders over $50. Shipping is in as little as one day. Free. TireRack.com ships to independent, recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. What's the difference between Notre Dame Federal Credit Union and a bank? Well, banks are owned by investors looking to make a profit. Notre Dame FCU is different. We are a not-for-profit member-owned cooperative. Our mission is to help our members improve their lives by providing products and services to save them money. If we end up with too much money ourselves, we simply give it away to our members' favorite charities. Last year, over a million dollars. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. The third member of our broadcast crew is St. Joe Jr., Zach Smith. Let's go to him for a sideline report. Zach? Listening in on that St. Joe timeout, Mark Johnson really wants his Indians to realize that this is a man's game, perhaps wanting to get more hustle plays out of his squad. All right, thank you very much. Inbound pass comes to Jack Fuda. Fuda's three-pointer won't go. Rebound comes down to Jerry Bracey. By the way, during that timeout, I think they may have switched the foul to Jerry Bracey, Coach. Okay, and uh, I did not see Kakalea Yeah, that's what they did. Close. They just switched okay. it to Jerry Bracey. Good. Now I don't feel so dumb. <laughs> All right. It I wasn't think. on you. They signaled it, and that's what they put on the board. I think the referee just made a mistake. He signaled 1-4 instead of a solid okay. 5. It was just a brain freeze on the part of the official. Now okay. uh, ball goes out of bounds off the Marion missed shot, and it'll be St. Joe basketball. Sullivan checking out of the game. Calculea coming out. So right now for Marion, you've got Menting, Bracey, Boffman, Franklin, and Thornton. For St. Joe, Kinesny, Odell, Driscoll, Fuda, and Connor Licka. Fuda has the ball right now. Gives it off to John Driscoll in the right corner. Back to Fuda. They'll swing it around to Kinesny. 
St. Joe ahead 7-4, 120 to play first quarter. Nice pass inside by Fuda to Will Terry for the land. Yeah, Terry's first basket. During that last time out, they were uh, trying to get all the crowd here to slide together a little bit. There's a lot of people standing in the corners right now, and they're trying to get them seated. Here's Kinesny with the steal on a loose break. J.R. Kinesny in for the two-handed slam. It's 11-4. Opposite end, Bracey goes along to the floor, has a shot blocked, but they're going to say there was contact on the head, and Bracey's going to go along to shoot two. Bracey to the line to shoot two. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. 11-4, St. Joe ahead by seven. Bracey makes the front end of two. And I stand corrected. That is Will Terry's second basket. I had given the basket to someone else. So two baskets, four points for Will Terry. So Bracey makes the front end. Second free throw is good for Jerry Bracey. He now has four points. It's 11-6. Marion down by five. 44 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Jack Fuda gives it off to Connor Licka. Back to Fuda. In the left front court. Now to Licka in the right front court. Covered by Franklin. Ball gets tipped to the back court. And they're going to say... Backcourt violation on St. Joe. Well, good defense out front where, uh, again, that time I believe it was uh, Kyrell Franklin was able to tip the ball off of Franklin and uh, got a little over and back call as Sullivan comes back into the ball game for Kyrell Franklin. 28 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. St. Joe ahead 11-6 here in the Holy War on the hardwood presented by Tire Act, Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, and... Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. Jerry Bracey drives inside, kicks it out to Boffman in the left corner. Boffman thought about it. I didn't thought take that was it. his shot. Yeah. yeah. Bracey now gets it back, drives inside, goes for the reverse lane, and gets it to go. Jerry Bracey has six points, leading all scores. It's 11 8. St. Joe's lead down to three. Two seconds left in the corner. Sullivan gets the steal. Shot won't count if it goes. He almost made a half court shot. But that'll do it for the first quarter. 11 8. St. Joe leading by three over Marion the Holy War. Back after this on Redeemer Radio 95 7. When it's time for a break from a busy day, meet your friends at the Coffee Spot Cafe in South Bend. We know your time is valuable, so our staff makes sure your order is made quickly. Our premium sandwiches and many other choices put the other guys to shame. We also offer catering for large events. With lunch, get 10% off your oil change at Tom's Car Care Center, located in the same building at 3201 Sugar Maple Lane off of Bendix. Visit us online at TomsCarCareCenter.com. 11-8, St. Joe leading by three here as we get ready for the start of the second quarter. Gives us an opportunity to let you know that for $25, uh, new roof sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? Well, not if you win a roof in the St. Vincent de Paul Society's roof raffle. For just $25, you will be entered to win a free roof, gutters, or $150 cash. Winners will be announced April 2nd. Visit svdpsb.org to see terms and conditions. Coach, your thoughts on that first quarter? Well, I tell you, it's a very low-scoring game, and I think that plays a little bit into Marion's hand because they uh, like the lower-scoring games. We know that St. Joseph averaging 72 points a game is a little bit off that pace right now. Here's Sullivan covered 
tight lane, gets it off to Menting. Menting back to Sullivan between the circles. 11-8, St. Joe up by three over Marion here. Start of the second quarter. Sullivan covered by Konezny, splits the defense, drives in, gives it off to Menting. Menting in the block, shot won't go. Franklin gets the rebound for St. Joe, kicks it out to Sullivan, back into Menting, <laughs> kicks it out to Franklin. Franklin drives in, dumps it off to Menting, and then Menting misses a shot. Franklin there for the tip and the bucket, and it's 11-10. Good heads up by Kyrell Franklin. Menting had a couple of easy ones in there, and uh, Kyrell Franklin kind of bailed him out. Now here's a steal here by Marion, an opportunity to take the lead. Marion on a nice little run here. I think it was 11-4 at one point. Boffman, long range, 30-footer for three is good. Mr. Soccer player, as Coach Berger likes to call him, drains the three. I didn't yell that time, Hans. Did you notice that? (laughs) And Marion's got their 13-11 lead. And now the ball, loose ball, and we got a jump ball called, and the... Marion Faithful are, uh, well, they're certainly they're certainly around us, so we can hear them Maybe clear as a bell. That's what we are. I'll tell you, I'm, I, I know I said it, this is just a great crowd, isn't it, Ange? This is what high school basketball is all about. No question about that. So it is St. Joe basketball. Inbound pass to Konezny in the paint. Konezny lose the handles. He's quadruple teamed, somehow gets it back, and then a three-second violation ooh, called on Konezny. Well, I mean, he lost the ball. ball. So is I, it, Coach? You would know this better than me. Yeah. Is that a three-second violation? It, they, they, well, the it, officials well, huddled up to determine it, whether or not they're going to call it. He lost possession of it. No one had possession. That's of what it. I'm so saying. So the count goes off. I thought I, I would question that call. But hey, this is a, a good officiating crew. All right, so it is Marion Ball after that. Calculea just from the free throw line. Misses the shot. Fuda gets the rebound. Wow. Marion ahead 13-11, to 11, 6.25 to play. Pass inside to Odell. Uh, two players falling to the ground. Ooh. Odell tries to step over, and they got a loose ball foul called, and I'm not sure who they're calling this on. <laughs> Looks I like they're calling on Calculea. One stat that has allowed Marion to get back in this ballgame St. Joseph has committed seven turnovers now in just about uh, nine and a half minutes of play, and I'm sure that's something that Coach Johnson is not real happy about. So Mitchell Menting checking into the game for Kakalea, who does have his second foul now. 6.25 to play here in the second quarter. St. Joe leading or trailing by two. Indians have the ball. And they will inbound underneath the basket. Inbound pass comes to J.R. Konezny in the front court. Pass inside to Odell. He'll kick it out to Fuda. To Will Terry. Terry tries to get it off to Odell. Odell can't handle it. And Sullivan comes up with the loose ball and a steal the other way. Here comes Marion now. They'll look to reset. Boffman has it in the left front court. Now to Sullivan, top of the key. Boffman left wing. Boffman's got a lot of confidence hey, after hitting that triple. Does to beat Mishawaka at the buzzer and then hit a 30-footer moments ago. Well, I think Marion that's the one lead. thing they're hoping for. That confidence of Boffman really comes alive. Franklin drives inside, can't get the shot to go. Loose ball comes down to St. Joe and a loose ball foul called on Marion. Oh, no, they're going to call it on St. Joe. Joe, okay. On Kinesny. I know there was a scramble for the ball there. It's like uh, Bracey getting ready to come back into the ball game for the Knights. Menting, he's replacing Menting. 
So Marion gets a little shorter right now. 30-second timeout on the floor gives us an opportunity to let you know that Marion football coach Michael Davidson wants any 8th grader on their or their parents listening right now to know the Marion football team will be hosting an open house on Thursday, January 30th at 5.30 for incoming freshmen interested in joining the football team. All guests will receive complimentary tickets to the boys' basketball game that night versus Central. So if you're in 8th grade headed to Marion next year thinking about playing football, check it out January 30th at 5.30. Also, thanks to Fiddler's Hearth for their support of Catholic High School Basketball on Redeemer Radio. Fiddler's Hearth is family-friendly and a great place for dinner, Sunday brunch, or to watch a professional soccer player, soccer game. Mention hearing about Fiddler's Hearth on this broadcast. Get 10% off food and soft drinks for your family. That's Fiddler's Hearth on Main Street in downtown South Bend. 13-11, Marion leading St. Joe by two. 5.45 to play second quarter. Mary, uh, St. Joseph has not scored in the last three minutes, over three minutes now. Boffman has the ball, gives it off to Bracey, who cuts inside the paint. Another lefty reverse oh. lay and won't drop this time. Rebound won't go for the Knights. No. Tribe get the rebound, but stolen away. Boffman over to Franklin. Franklin inside for the bucket and the foul. Well, and Franklin has a chance for the old-fashioned three-point play. Well, Kyrell Franklin, after being suspended for the first four games of the season, has really started to come into his own now for the Marion Knights. He had that big assist to Boffman to win the game on Friday night. I think that's maybe not quite as big, but close to as big of a a play as Boffman had. The free throw and that trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors is good. Five points now for Kyrell Franklin, and Marion's lead is 5-16-11. Well, I'll tell you, Marion's forcing St. Joseph to uh, play their offense just a little further out than what they want. Now in an o- by, uh, over the back is called on St. Joe, and it'll be Marion basketball. Hey, you know we have another real big game in the conference on the girls' side. That's Penn and Central, which possibly for the championship. We'll try to get a report on that score when we can. Sullivan, long range three, won't drop. And the rebound comes down to St. Joe. Hakovic has it. <laughs> Hakovic gives it off to Fuda. Fuda gives it off to Jer Konezny. Konezny inside. He's foul going up for the shot. I tell you, Hakovic does a good job for St. Joseph. I think he's really added a lot to this St. Joseph team this year and uh, really gets the ball in there to the big man. He's really the only uh, true ball handler. I know Konezny handles a lot, but I just like the game of Hakovic. So Will Terry will inbound for St. Joe. Gives it off to Odell. Well, the other Odell. Jake Odell is in the game. They look exactly the same. They do. I mean, they're not not twins, but they (laughs) might as well be. Here's Kinesny with the three. Won't drop. Rebound comes down to Kyrell Franklin. Well, I tell you, Franklin's had a good second period. And uh, St. Joseph has not scored yet in the second period. A team that's averaging 72 points a game. Sullivan's shot won't drop. Rebound comes down to the Tribe. 16-11. Little bit of a forced shot there by Deglin. Cross-court pass to Fuda gets tipped by Bracey and out of bounds. And it'll be St. Joe basketball. They'll say it's last touch by Bracey. Rob Berger's like, no, (laughs) no, no, that's not true. All right, we got another timeout on the floor here. So we'll take a quick timeout. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. 
An unexpected pregnancy can be a hard thing to face alone. Women's Care Center is here for you. Trained counselors will give you the information you need about your pregnancy so you can make decisions that are right for you and your baby. Women's Care Center provides free, confidential counseling, support, and education to women facing unplanned pregnancies. The organization serves clients from three locations in South Bend, including North Notre Dame Avenue, North Ironwood Drive, and Chapin Street. Learn more by going to womenscarecenter.org. Did you know that Notre Dame Federal Credit Union provides financial assistance to help our members at participating Catholic schools? To find out the details, ask your local Catholic school principal, Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, you're a share of values. Why not share in our benefits? Marion has outscored St. Joe 8-0 to start here the second quarter. And here's a three for Kinesny, and it's an air ball. Loose ball comes down to Bracey across midcourt into the paint, drives in, and he has it stripped away by Kinesny. Last touch by Bracey, he goes out of bounds, and it's St. Joe basketball. Okay, it was tapped by the defense. The defensive man for St. Joseph went off Bracey's thigh, and St. Joseph has the ball. 16-11, St. Joe trailing by five. They've yet to score here in the second quarter. 3.40 left in the second period. Will Terry has it. Gives off to Hakovich into the corner to Kinesny. Kinesny drives in, goes up and in for the land. Well, Kinesny's sixth point on the night, and he is averaging almost 25 points a game. And that so is maybe that'll get the lid off the basket for the St. Joseph Indians. First points of the second quarter for the Tribe. They're down by three, 16 to 13. 313 to play here in the second quarter. Franklin's <laughs> jumper is good. So Kyrell Franklin has seven points here in the second hey. quarter. Opposite end, Kinesny driving in, kicks it out to Fuda. Fuda open for three, off the mark. Rebound for Bracey. Bracey across midcourt. <laughs> Behind the back at the three-point line, then he pulls it back out, and they'll look to reset. I tell you, I think Kinesny might be injured. He uh, really was holding his hip coming back, took a little blow underneath the basket. We sure hope he's all right. Just one of those little stingers that he can shake off, I hope. He hasn't indicated any injury to no. the bench. He's remaining no. in the game, game right now. But, of course, this is uh, – he <laughs> yeah. does look like he's he's hobbling a yeah, little he, bit. Yeah. But he's not going to tell anyone. No, your dog is a real player one. not going to tell anybody unless you just can't walk or you have blood all over the floor. Franklin passes to Thornton. Thornton underneath, off the window and in. His first points. Marion is ahead 20-13. to 13. Thornton averages two and a half points a game. Here's Kinesny well. for three, drops the tray, <laughs> well. puts the three up right at the Marion student body to let him know it was a triple. Uh, well, I guess he's okay. He's got nine <laughs> points. You're right. St. Joe back within four. It's 20 to 13. 210 to play, second quarter. Not. Pass inside to Thornton. Thornton gets the little finger roll to drop in. And a great no-look no pass, and there's a turnover by St. Joseph. Hakovich that time uh, just uh, overthrew some of the big men. And uh, Kinesi just telling Hakovich, settle down. You're right. Hakovich, a junior, transferred from Penn, played JV last year, was ineligible for the varsity. Now he's stepped in and doing a job. Every starter for St. Joe, in fact, is a junior. Here's Boffman driving inside. And he loses the handle, it goes out of bounds. It's St. Joe basketball. 22-16 is the score. St. Joe up by six. 
At half court, it's a 1-3-1 half court trap. 1.35 to play second quarter. Here's Kinesny, 4-3 in the corner. Rims off, it was a little short. Bracey gets the rebound. Bracey driving inside, Layham won't go. Kinesny gets the rebound, 1.20 to play. Kinesny flying up the floor, contact with Boffman, and they're gonna say a foul on Boffman. Ball was on Boffman, they say he had not established position. So Kinesny will be going to the free throw line, an 88% free throw shooter on the year. Well, St. Joe as a team, a 75% free throw shooting team. They've been that's, outstanding. That's outstanding for, for any level. Kinesny at the free throw line. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. Front end of two is good. Boy, I tell you, he's so smooth. Even before he releases the ball, you know it's going through. It is just after 8 p.m. You're listening to 95.7 FM WRDI Napanee, Michiana. The Redeemer Radio Boys Basketball Spotlight Game. St. Joe and Marion in the Holy War. Kinesny makes both free throws, making it 22-18. Indians back within four. Kinesny now has 11 points. And Kinesny grabs a seat on the bench. Connor Litka comes in to take his place. So 1-10 now remaining in the second quarter. Marion ahead 22-18. Pass inside to Menting, and he's foul going up for the shot. He'll go to the free throw line to shoot two. Okay, so nice pass to the inside. Again, that was Kyrell Franklin. Got the ball into Menting and able to draw the foul. Now they're, they're just checking in on uh, Kinesny's hand, it looked like, for oh, a hand? second. Okay. And now he's going to come back into the game. Menting a 63% free throw. She's only been to the line eight times so far this season. And this trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors misses the front end. Second free throw for Menting, no good. Will Terry the rebound. Kinesny bringing the ball up the floor. One minute to play, second quarter. Hakovic gets it in the left corner, drives inside, tries to pass it off. Stolen away by Sullivan. Sullivan in transition, right wing, gives it off to Bracey. Bracey in the right front court now. Sullivan just in front of midcourt. 43 seconds left, second quarter. Marion up by four. Bracey drives oh. inside, gets the lay-in to drop. Jerry Bracey, his first points of the quarter, has eight for the game. Marion's ahead by six, 24 to 18. I'll tell you, Bracey's like a snake. You just can't quite grab a hold of him. He's smooth as he yeah, flies yes, he in is. there. <laughs> That's maybe a better way than calling him a snake. <laughs> Kinesny, well, I mean, if you like a snake, that's not necessarily like a bad thing. I'm impressed. You just can't grab a hold of snakes. Now, now, now on Catholic radio, snakes aren't exactly have a good reputation. No, that's true. That's a very good point. So it's not exactly yeah, okay. a good compliment when All it's on Redeemer Radio. I won't radio. use snakes anymore on, <laughs> on Redeemer Radio. <laughs> 21 seconds left here in the first half. 24-18. St. Joe down by six. Kinesny front end of two, or one and one actually, and he makes the free throw. I tell you, Kinesny's the only one who has scored for St. Joseph's in this quarter. He scored eight in this quarter. Now has 12 points for the game. Second free throw coming. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. He makes both free throws. He now has 13 points. Marion's lead is four, 24-20. 21 seconds left here in the second quarter. 
Looks like they're going to set something up for Bracey here. They have uh, Sullivan has the ball. Standing room only it crowd is. here at Alumni Gym as Sullivan has in front of midcourt. Eight seconds to play here in the first half. Bracey has in the left corner. Five seconds to play. Kicks it out to Sullivan. Sullivan from three. He nails it at the buzzer. And Marion has a 27-20 lead on St. Joe at halftime here in the Holy War on the hardwood. And let's go to Zach Smith, who's with Coach Rob Berger. Zach? Coach, what are your played in that second quarter. I thought throughout the half we got some pretty good looks. I thought we finally calmed down and converted some of the looks we were getting. Can you speak a little bit on your defensive All right, we're having trouble there with our signal there, so we apologize. Thanks to Coach Rob Berger for joining us here at halftime. We're going to take a timeout with St. Joe trailing 27-20 to Marion at the half. Matt Edmonds from Tyrac joining us at the half. We'll be back with that right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. I'm Knights of Columbus insurance agent Andrew Weiss, and I'm proud to support the Holy War battles here on Redeemer Radio. The Knights of Columbus have been providing valuable financial protection for Catholic families since 1882. We remain strictly committed to investing your money with Catholic, moral, and ethical principles, and we proudly reinvest the profits from our financial programs back into the church and charitable efforts. Discover the Catholic difference of doing business with the Knights of Columbus. Visit andrewweisskofc.com or look for me on the back of your parish bulletin. St. Joseph Catholic Church and St. Joseph Grade School in South Bend are proud to support Redeemer Radio in joyfully presenting our Catholic faith to listeners. Founded in 1853 by Holy Cross Father Edward Soren, St. Joseph Parish is a vibrant community of faith in the heart of South Bend. We are committed to serving our community with worship, service, and education in order to make God known, loved, and served. Learn more at stjoeparish.com or stjosephgradeschool.com. Hi, this is Angel DiCarlo. I grew up in a big Italian family. Now I'm 10 hours from home, but when I go to Rocco's, it feels like home again. Family recipes since 1951 prepared daily with the freshest ingredients and sauces to bring you the delicious pizza and pasta that Rocco's is widely known to make. Served to you by the same family since they opened nearly 70 years ago. Dining at Rocco's is like coming home. Visit today at 537 North St. Louis Boulevard. Rocco's, it's a South Bend tradition. Does debt have you down? Are you worried about your credit cards, your mortgage, or keeping your car? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union can help. Our people are trained to be financial physicians. They can give you a checkup, help you to heal, and stay healthy. Don't be embarrassed. It's why we exist. When your body is sick, you go see a doctor. When your finances are sick, you go see the friendly folks at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? And welcome back to St. Joe High School at Alumni Gym. It is 27-20. Marion leading St. Joe at halftime here in the Holy War on the hardwood. Presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance, and by Tire Rack. We want to thank Tire Rack for playing such a big role in underwriting our internship program with high school students from St. Joe and Marion. Marion Jr. Cam Duranik is our courtside reporter tonight. St. Joe Jr. Zach Smith is handling, actually flip that around, Cam Duranik is handling social media tonight. And Zach Smith is our courtside reporter. The students are receiving 
practical college-level internship experience, thanks in large part to the generosity of Tyrac. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. And the executive vice president of Tyrac, Matt Edmonds, joining us now uh, here at halftime. Matt, uh, first of all, uh, pretty awesome game so far. You what, picked a good game to come out for. What huh? a great atmosphere. I mean, I, as I was saying, this reminds me of the last game in the old alumni gym where these two went at it. So, Well, that didn't go uh, St. Joe's way, if I no, recall. No, it did not. Because I remember uh, Marion got the win. I remember interviewing Demetrius Jackson at the end of that one as they closed things out over at Alumni Gym. Uh, but but this is always fun, and I know your family, uh, the Edmonds and the, the Velmans, uh, so involved at St. Joe High School. Uh, so I, I know nights like this are, are very important to you guys because any matchup of the Holy War is a big one. They're always they're always fun. <clears throat> and for us to get back, uh, our families have all been soccer families, with the exception of my one son that was a basketball and football rebel. But uh, they were all the rest of the kids were all soccer players, so it's really fun to get back into this atmosphere here. You know, you, you guys are the presenting sponsor for uh, high school basketball, title sponsor for high school football. You help us out with uh, providing money to, to make our internship program possible. I, I know Tire Act doesn't necess- necessarily need the advertising on Redeemer Radio, and you guys do this uh, because you're trying to give back to the community. Just uh, explain why you guys do that and how important that is to, to the mission of Tire Act. Well, you know, it's so important, Catholic education, and it's not just – you know, the fact that these kids are really going to school in an area that they're still within the guardrails of their faith, which is fantastic as, as they're learning and making decisions in life. But then for that to expand beyond the education to the the integrity that they get for participating in sports the way they do. And, and uh, you know, it's just it's so important to us. We've seen it with all of our kids uh, in the family, in the Tyrek family, and to see them go through Catholic education just makes them better people in the long run all right uh i'll give you an opportunity to give a little plug because i know winter is come is here (laughs) it's supposed to be here. i mean it's supposed to be here maybe it's not working out as well for you guys but you guys have some uh tires that work out pretty well uh this time of year right we do we do we like to encourage people to put the right shoes on their cars and and not just for themselves but for their students i mean it's so important for these young people as they're driving to school in the morning but yeah, we, we need Mother Nature to cooperate. She's always in control. We've learned that, and uh, we'll, we'll get there sooner or later. All right, Matt, uh, thank you very much for taking the time to join us here at halftime. Enjoy the rest of the game, and, and thanks for all you do for Redeemer Radio and the entire community. Well, thank you, and uh, thank you for all you're doing helping these young people get the experience they're getting. This is really neat to see. So Yeah, it's been a, it's been a blast to have these guys on. Thanks a lot. All right, very good. Take care, Ange. That is Matt Edmonds, the executive vice president of Tyrac, joining us here at halftime. 27-20 is the score. Marion leading by seven points. We'll take a timeout, and we'll be back back with first half stats and the third quarter action right after this you're listening to Redeemer Radio 95.7 FM What happens on the Kyle Hyman show? Ooh, uh, good question. Good question. Good question. That's a really good question. That's a very good question. That's a great question. Great question. Yeah, you're on to something there, Kyle. Boy, <laughs> that's a great question. That's a great question. Uh, what a great question. That's a great question. Great question. Great, great question, Kyle. Wonderful, wonderful question. That's probably one of the most challenging questions. Yeah, an excellent question. Kyle, you stumped me. Um, I forgot what the question was. Find out weekdays from 7 to 8 a.m. 
It's a showdown featuring Division I-bound superstars this Saturday on Redeemer Radio. Notre Dame commit J.R. Kinesny and St. Joe welcome in IU-bound Trey Galloway and Culver Academies. It's our Redeemer Radio boys basketball spotlight game. Join Bob Berger and me, Angel DiCarlo, for all the action as St. Joe welcomes in the 1969 regional champs for a celebration. St. Joe and Culver Academies this Saturday at 7.30 on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Hi, this is Tony Katanzarit for Katanzarit Financial Services. We are proud to bring you this message and invitation from the legendary Lou Holtz. For victory in life, we've got to keep focused on the goal, and the goal is heaven. The key to winning is choosing to do God's will and love others with all you've got. Sacrifice, discipline, and prayer are essential. We gain strength through God's word. We receive grace from the sacraments. And when we fumble due to sin, and it's going to happen, confession puts us back on the field. So if you haven't been going to Mass Weekly, get back in the game. We're saving your seat on the starting bench this Sunday. What a great message from Lou. When it comes down to it, this is all about family values for us at Catanzari Financial Services, and I bet for you too. If you would like to develop a retirement plan that reflects your family values, visit CatanzariFinancial.com to register for classes held through IU South Bend or email me directly at Tony at CatanzariFinancial.com. Securities and advisory services offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member SIPC. Marion High School is now accepting applications for prospective members of the class of 2024. All students and parents can begin an application by visiting marionhs.org. Additionally, the next placement test for incoming students will be given this Friday. You can sign up online or by calling 574-259-5257. Come and join the Marion family as we learn with humility, serve with compassion, and lead with integrity. God bless and go Knights. St. Joseph High School offers more than 20 athletic teams and nearly 40 clubs and co-curricular activities. Along with a rich, proven academic history, St. Joe offers an activity for everyone. Visit stjohigh.com today to learn more about South Bend's premier Catholic High School. Coach, you want to run us through the first half scoring? All right, very quickly for St. Joseph. St. Joseph has only had three guys score in the first half. Kinesny leads all scorers with 13 points. Adam O'Dell has three points. And Will Terry has four points. For the Marion Knights, Deglin Sullivan, who hit that last uh, second three-pointer, has that's his only points of the game with three. D Darren... Uh, Thornton has four points. Kyrell Franklin, who had an outstanding second quarter, has seven points. Jerry Bracey has eight points on the night. Kaleo Kakalea has two points. And Michael Boffman has three. An interesting stat is that in the first half, St. Joseph had 12 turnovers and Marion just two and maybe the reason for the seven-point lead. St. Joseph went five minutes and six seconds without scoring, which allowed Marion to stretch the lead a little. All right, so uh, this crowd's outstanding. You can barely hear yourself <laughs> think, and that's the way you like it. You're 20, darn right. 27-20, Marion up by seven. We are underway here in the third quarter action on the Holy War on the Harwood. Thanks again to Matt Edmonds from Tyrac for joining us at the half. He's really appreciated by Redeemer Radio. Jerry Bracey brings it in, and they'll kick it back out to Bracey after he went to Sullivan. Bracey on the left wing, stops his dribble now, now kicks it off to Sullivan between the circles. 7.30 to play, third quarter, Marion up by seven. Bracey drives in, splits the defense, and goes up and in for the land. 
Well, he's able to get through that zone and uh, find some cracks in it and put the uh, ball in the basket. Here's J.R. Konezny now, 29-20. Konezny's jumper <laughs> won't go, and it's rebounded by Mentic. So again, nice look, a nice little mid-range jumper for Konezny right at the, uh, I was going to say the dotted line, but there is no such thing as the dotted line anymore. That shows my age. <laughs> All right. At least I don't have John Brock here to make me feel real old. Here's Bracey, <laughs> left wing. Cuts inside, gives it off to Kakalea. Now back to Sullivan, who hit the big three to end the second quarter to put Marion up by seven. They're now up by nine. Boffman back out to Sullivan. You know, in all honesty, Coach Johnson can't be bad, hold, mad holding a team to 27 points in the first half. It's just trying to get his offense going. Well, Bracey drives inside. Right. He's fouled going up for the shot, so he'll shoot two. Uh, he, he slithers. What was the term you used to describe him? Smooth. Smooth. Okay. Smooth. That's more. George Gervin-like. Oh, now it's showing my age again, isn't it? We got to come up with a newer name. 29-20. Marion looking to go ahead by 10, but. I tell you, and Marion was just 3 of 7 in the first half on free throws. Now they're 3 of 8. Front end of 2, no good for Bracey. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. Nope. Second free throw won't go either, so it remains a nine-point lead for Marion. That's three and nine. You, you don't hope that doesn't come back and really bite them because making those free throws is going to become important because this is going to be a close game. And the shot goes up and in. Will, Will Terry. Terry. Didn't see who made that at first. Six points on the night for Will Terry. Makes it 29-22, <laughs> Marion up by seven. Here's Kakalea, yeah, shot was off the mark. Right. Odell gets the rebound for St. Joe. And a nice opening there on the baseline. Fuda driving into the lane. It won't go, lots of collision. There was like Ooh. three different players collided. <laughs> Fuda and Bracey took the worst of it. Poor Bracey has been <laughs> getting hit in the face the last two games. Now Bracey on one knee, Fuda appears to be okay. okay. And Bracey now back up and an official is uh, Asking him to smile. Yeah, I don't think uh, officials not convinced. Of, uh, it looks I, like teeth. They're pointing at his teeth. Yeah, they're going to check. <laughs> he asked him to smile. I think they wanted to make sure his teeth are all right as he comes out. And now he'll be looked out by the training staff. Boy, he's, he's had a, a tough three, four days. Poor guy got popped in the <laughs> nose at the end of the Mishawaka game. And then uh, gets popped in the mouth here. He looks like he's all right. He just got a. Uh, it's a game. He, he's tough. He is tough. He's tough, and he'll get back in this game. Soon as Ann Masinski, the trainer for Marion, says he's okay to go in. Hakovich has it on the left wing. Now gives it off to Odell inside to Terry. Kicks it out to Hakovich. Open for three. That one won't drop. Sullivan the long rebound. Brings it across midcourt. Slows it back down as he did not have the numbers advantage the opposite way. So Sullivan between the circles, right wing for Franklin. Well, they minus Bracey now, so maybe a little bit uh, different attack here offensively for the Marion Knights. Boffman over to Sullivan on the right wing. Back to Boffman between the circles. Franklin on the left wing. 
Back to Boffman, top of the key. Sullivan right wing. He puts up the triple. Uh-huh. Nothing but net for Deglin uh-huh. Sullivan. He's got six. He's feeling it now. Boffman makes a nice little attempt at a steal. Knocks it out of bounds right into the second row of the bleachers. Good defense. Remains St. Joe basketball. It's interesting uh, that I I have not looked around to see if uh, Keegan Sullivan is in the... I believe Keegan Sullivan is, in fact, in the St. Joe student section. As you expect, as Fuda hits the three for St. Joe. Yes, I do see Keegan Sullivan <laughs> you got in, great eyes, I'll tell in you. the St. Joe student <laughs> section right now. Her brother playing for Marion here tonight. He's got the ball oh, top yeah. of the key, drives inside, goes off yeah. the high window, won't drop. Yeah. Well, he got through there. And uh, he has good quickness, too. Marion has maybe a little advantage on the quickness part of things. Marion leading 32-25. Will Terry is going to go to the free throw line to shoot two. Yeah, they got the ball in on the low post and uh, had his defensive man behind him and uh, could do nothing really other than foul or give him the two. So he's going to have to earn it here at the free throw line. Terry, front end of two is good. And St. Joseph is 6-6 six six on the night from the free throw line, while Marion is 3-9. of nine. So front end for Terry is good. Second free throw off the mark. That's the first free throw he's missed all season. 16 of 17 now. Uh, offensive rebound on the missed free throw. And Kinesny in the corner for three, won't go. Ball tipped around, comes down to Bracey, who had just checked in the game. But Odell is on the ground, and they're going to call a whistle on the floor. And the foul going to be called on Menting. I think they're going to call him for a holding penalty. Not 15 yards, though, but he'll get (laughs) his second foul. Now they'll grab a towel to wipe things down. Gives us an opportunity to let you know and thank John Goy and our friends at Subway for feeding our crew tonight. Many great area locations I picked up from the Washington Street Subway in downtown. Thanks again to Subway. So it is St. Joe basketball. As they inbound the ball, but it's stolen by Bracey. Goes the length of the floor. Bracey splits the fence. Lefty Lane using his speed. And Jerry Bracey has been outstanding here tonight. Now has 12 points. And now on the opposite end, tries to go for a block. But there was a foul call just before that. So I think it was a knee on the thigh of Kinesne. 34-26 is the score. The foul called on Thornton, his second. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. St. Joe up by, down by eight, excuse me. Knezny 4-4 on the night. Make it 5-5, his first points of the third quarter. Pulls St. Joe within seven. Boffman back into the game. Kalkalea goes to the bench for Marion. Licka Fuda. Kinesny, Terry, and Odell for St. Joe. Second free throw, no good for Kinesny. Ball tipped and comes down to Boffman for Marion. 
Oh, they're putting a little half-court trap. Ooh. And then the pass, oh. cross-court, stolen away by Odell. Odell has oh. it nearly stolen away by Bracey, but it goes out of bounds, and it'll be St. Joe basketball. <laughs> Timeout on the floor oh. here by Marion, up 34-27 with 3.28 to play here in the third quarter. We'll take a quick timeout, be back right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. I'm Knights of Columbus insurance agent Andrew Weiss, and I'm proud to support the Holy War battles here on Redeemer Radio. The Knights of Columbus have been providing valuable financial protection for Catholic families since 1882. We remain strictly committed to investing your money with Catholic, moral, and ethical principles, and we proudly reinvest the profits from our financial programs back into the church and charitable efforts. Discover the Catholic difference of doing business with the Knights of Columbus. Visit andrewweisskofc.com or look for me on the back of your parish bulletin. With St. Joe down by seven, let's go courtside to Zach Smith. Listening in on that Indian huddle, Coach Johnson wants his team to start playing together a little more and stop trying to force it themselves. Good advice there, and they've been out of sync of sorts here as Will Terry will inbound the pass. They're not in their usual flow. Of course, they average, what, 72 at ball game, and uh, they're uh, right now way below another turnover. And uh, here comes Marion in transition. Bracey the lay-in. Jerry Bracey gonna, has six here in the third. I'm going to ask you, have, you seen, have we seen anybody quicker than Bracey yet this year? That's a good point. He may be the <laughs> fastest player <laughs> we've seen. Feet. And then the kick out. Here's Fuda, 4-3. Oh. Won't go. Oh. Sullivan the rebound up to Franklin. Franklin goes in for the land. Oh. I'm and glad a timeout he timeout here by St. Joe with the score now 38-27. to Three minutes to play third quarter. Full timeout. We'll take a timeout. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Welcome to Tom's Car Care Center. Thanks. I'm here for an oil change. How long do you think it'll take? You need to finish up some work and then stop and pick up lunch somewhere. Well, if you need to work, we have free Wi-Fi here at Tom's Car Care. And our Coffee Spot Cafe has great choices from soups to sandwiches, salads and wraps, and a great place to sit down and enjoy your food. Really? I can do all that here at Tom's Car Care? Sure. You can even run your car through the Waterworks Car Wash after we're done. Wow, what a time saver. Thank you. Tom's Car Care has it all. Tom's Car Care. The Coffee Spot Cafe and the Waterworks Car Wash, located at 3201 Sugar Maple Lane in South Bend. Our free throw sponsor for high school basketball is Office Interiors, Michigan's leading provider of Herman Miller office furniture and Creston audiovisual equipment, as well as flooring and commercial interior design services, creating great places to work. Since 1982, Office Interiors is a proud supporter of Catholic high school basketball on Redeemer Radio. Learn more at oiplaces.com with Marion Head 38-27. Let's go courtside to Zach Smith. Listening into Coach Berger's huddle with the Knights, he wants his team to really get back on defense and not celebrate makes too much. Thank you very much, Zach. Coach hey. Bob Berger, your thoughts so far? Well, I tell you, right now, Marion has the biggest lead that they have had all night long. And so, uh, again, the turnovers are continually continuing to pile up for the St. Joseph Indians. Hakovic gives it over to Knezny, back to Hakovic, who drives inside, tries to kick it out to... Odell open for three. He got it. They needed that. And you can hear the student bodies from both sides going crazy doing the spirit song as Bracey drives inside, can't get it to go, goes out of bounds. And it looks like it'll be, are they going to call a foul here? I thought. Yeah, they are going to call a foul on Hakovich. Okay, I did not see that. I saw two guys battling for the ball. Mark Johnson has this look of bewilderment on his face right now as to on that call. 
the Iron Coach Johnson, one of the outstanding coaches in northern Indiana, in the whole state, matter of fact. 246 victories. Wow. I'm sorry, 440. I'm only reading half of his. I mean, just at uh, Riley, his last go-around. I thought that was a little small. Okay. (laughs) 38-30, buried up by eight. I know. If I'd read your stat sheet, Ange, a little better, I'd have it. (laughs) Sullivan gives it off to Franklin in the corner. Franklin has it stripped away by Kinesny, but Sullivan comes up with the loose ball. Bracey now in the left wing. Lefty pass inside, but Franklin's shot is blocked by Fuda. Loose ball comes down to Boffman. Boffman just slows the tempo down. down. Well, I think they want to play Marion. Marion is not quite as much of a rip-and-running type team. They can play both styles, and now they have slowed it down. Sullivan now back to Boffman. Back to Sullivan. Sullivan for three. This one won't go. Franklin the rebound. Long rebound at the corner. That's where speed helps you out a little bit. Those long rebounds you can go gather and pick them up. St. Joe certainly has the height, but Marion has the speed speed. between Bracey and Franklin. And now Bracey tries to kick it out. It's stolen away by Fuda. A little bit too much that time. One minute to play, third quarter. Marion up by eight, 38-30. Now Bracey picks it off. So Bracey across <laughs> midcourt. Calling, Coach Berger calling a play. I see a, a two-fist, whatever that means. Now we've got a whistle on the floor. And now, I'm not sure what they called. I missed it. Illegal screen, maybe? Five-second violation. Five-second count. Okay. Right. Thank you. And then it's so St. Joe basketball, 38 seconds left here in the third. 38-30, Marion up by eight. Kinesny splits the defense, tries to get off to Terry a little high. Terry's able to receive it with his height and go in for the lefty lay-in. Well, 38-32, 25 seconds remaining in the third. Marion up by six. Boffman left wing. Doesn't take the three. Thought about it. Kicks it around. Here's Bracey splitting the fence. His lefty uh, shot uh, won't drop. He's fouled. He'll go to the line to shoot two. Well, Bracey, uh, two of four tonight from the free throw line. Again, a 68% free throw shooter on the year. He has 14 points. As he heads to the free throw line with 17 seconds left here in the third. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. Bracey makes the front end. He now leads all scores in the game with 15. Kinesny has 14 for St. Joe. Marion up 39-32, looking extended to an eight-point lead here on the second free throw for Bracey, and he does. So Bracey now has 16 points. Marion up 40-32, to 10 seconds left in the third quarter. Kinesny ball, gives it off to Fuda, inside to Terry. Terry gets it to drop with five to play. Four seconds now. Inbound pass to Boffman. Boffman at half court gives it off to Sullivan. Sullivan at the buzzer. This one won't drop. 40 to 34. Marion leading by six after three. Back with fourth quarter action right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Hi, this is John Cataldo from Bruno's Pizza. In 1975, my parents Bruno, Rosa, and my Aunt Teresa founded Bruno's Pizza. 
45 years later, we now have seven locations from Plymouth to Granger. The Catalo family is proud of all the Bruno's operators for continuing to stay true to the founder's mission to deliver a delicious, high-quality product that is affordable for families. Visit brunospizza.com for carryout or delivery or stop in and enjoy. Bruno's Pizza, best pizza in town since 1975. Auto loans from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union can save you money. Why? Because the whole purpose of a credit union is to save you money. Catholic-inspired credit unions put faith into action. Pope John Paul II called them one of the church's most significant concrete achievements. Now it's easier than ever to be a part of this. All you need is a phone. You already share our values. Why not share in our savings? For a better auto loan or refinance from Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, call 844-230-6611. Ready for the start of the fourth quarter with Marion ahead, 40-34. to 34. Let's go to Zach Smith. Listening in on Coach Berger's huddle, they really want to know exactly where J.R. Konezny is to keep this fourth quarter lead for the Knights. All right, Zach, thank you very much. Marion ahead, 40-34 to 34, as we get set for the start of the fourth quarter. Bob. Hey, we're going to have a great fourth quarter. I tell you, St. Joseph just kind of hangs around in here and uh, a couple of quick baskets, and uh, we've got ourselves a real ball game. 40-34, to 34, now the steal by Bracey off the inbound pass. He goes up for the shot. He's fouled by Odell. Bracey hits the floor hard. Odell helps him up and apologizes for how hard he hit him. I feel sorry for Jerry Bracey. Oh, God, he's got to be bruised and bloodied, and, but he's out there competing. I'll tell you, 16 points on the night, has a chance for 18. Fourth foul on Odell yeah. here tonight, so one more and he'd foul out. They're going to keep him in the game. They're not taking him out right now. Down by six. Bracey makes the front end. <laughs> I stand corrected. They... No, no, they're, yep, they are taking John, him out. John Driscoll. Terry thought he was coming out, and then they're like, no, you're staying in. And Odell comes out yeah. with four fouls. John Driscoll checking in. Hey, if you're on the floor, you never make a move to the bench till they tell you to. Bracey misses the second free throw. Konezny gets the rebound. 41-34, Marion's lead is seven. Terry underneath the Driscoll. Driscoll's shot is blocked by Franklin. Uh-huh. <laughs> Got up there. Goes out of bounds, so it remains St. Joe basketball. 7.41 left here in the game. Or in the game, yes. <laughs> will Terry will inbound <laughs> to Kinesny, left wing. I tell you, Driscoll was wide open on that out-of-bounds play. I don't think he's quite the go-to guy offensively yet. Will Terry, cross-court pass to Hakovich. Hakovich puts it on the floor, goes up with yeah. a shot. Little short. Driscoll gets the rebound, goes up for the shot. It won't go. And then the ball, <laughs> loose ball, comes down to Marion. And it's Bracey bringing the ball up the floor. We aren't keeping track of rebounds, but I would be surprised if Bracey's not nearing a double-double right now. I tell you, he's, he is one of their top rebounders. Here's Sullivan, right wing, gives it off to Thornton underneath. Thornton gives it off to Boffman. Boffman pulls up for three. This one won't oh. drop. Long rebound for Hakovich. Hakovich up the floor to Kinesny. Kinesny fouled. He'll go to the line to shoot two. And so, again, Kinesny took it right into the basket and, uh, and took the blow and gonna go, has a chance to continue with his outstanding free throw shooting tonight. He's five of six so far. Marion leads 41-34 as Kinesny's at the free throw line shooting two. 
front end is he, good. His shot is smooth. There, I'll use smooth. Makes, he's got 15 now for the game. Yeah, he only had one in the third period. But, uh, Will Terry really kind of emerged and uh, really helped St. Joe in the game. Second free throw for Kinesny on that trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors is good. So it's now a five-point game. Marion up by five, 41-36. Mm -hmm. Marion ranked eighth in the state in Class 3A. St. Joe ranked second. And Rob Berger going to call a timeout on the floor. Full timeout, 6.45 to play in the ballgame. We'll take a timeout. Be back right after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. You could be the lucky winner of a new roof, new gutters, or $150 cash through St. Vincent de Paul Society's Roof Raffle, sponsored by AM Home Services. Tickets are $25 each and can be purchased by mailing cash or check, along with your name and phone number, to St. Vincent de Paul at 520 Crescent Avenue. Winners will be announced April 2nd. See full terms and conditions at svdpsb.org or call 574-234-6000. You can't win if you don't play. Stick around after the game. We'll name our Redeemer Radio player of the game presented by Tony Letcher of Health Markets. Learn more about Tony at tletcher.com. And uh, that one clearly going to be up in the air based on who <laughs> wins this one right now. The, 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 two, the two leading scorers right now, Jerry Bracey with 17 for Marion and J.R. Kinesny 16 for St. Joe. Coach. Well, I think they definitely have to be uh, really considered, considered seriously. Will Terry kind of has kept uh, St. Joe within striking distance, and we also know Kyrell Franklin had an outstanding uh, second period to uh, really help uh, Marion extend the lead. And as we learned on Friday night, the player of the game could be determined <laughs> on the last shot of the game. <laughs> Which has happened a couple times for us. Marion... Leading 41-36 here. 6.45 to play fourth quarter. Knights have the ball. Boffman inbounds at midcourt to Sullivan. Back to Boffman. Now back to Sullivan. Covered by Kinesny in the right front court. Now Bracey double teamed as he gets the ball. Splits the defense. Drives into the paint. Tries to bounce pass it to Franklin. Franklin falling out of bounds as he comes up with it. Tries to pass it back in. And it's a turnover. But really, that wasn't on Franklin. It was a, just a tough pass by yeah, Bracey. Bracey went it. just a little bit too deep into the zone. Big opportunity here for St. Joseph. They can score here while they're, uh, you know, they're down to the one possession. Well, Terry going inside, and he's foul going up for the, I don't know if it's a pass or a shot, uh, so that could determine what they decide. Well, they're, they're calling say, it two free throws, yep. so they're saying it was a, uh, a very late whistle. 41-36, Marion up by five as Terry at the free throw line. He had entered the night. 15 of 15 from beyond the arc. Didn't miss his first free throw of the season earlier. He makes the front end of two. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. Well, he's two or three so far on the evening from the free throw line. Second free throw for Terry. He misses it. <laughs> Bracey gets the rebound. So uncharacteristic for him. Yeah, he's missed two of them, which, like I say, is unique. 41-37, Marion's lead is four. Six minutes to play in the game. Here in the Holy War on the Hardwood Boys edition, Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, Zach Smith with you. Bounce pass inside to Bracey. Bracey spins in the paint, has a shot blocked hey, by Terry. Fuda brings it across midcourt, into the corner. Hakovich for three, won't go. Terry the rebound and the putback. We got a ball game. 
and St. Joe calls a timeout as they pull within two. It's 41-39, 5.42 to play in the game. Quick timeout, back after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. TireRack.com has an enormous selection of tires. Not sure which ones to buy? Use our tire decision guide to find the right tires for your vehicle and the way you drive. Then get them shipped fast and free on all orders over $50. Shipping is in as little as one day, free. TireRack.com ships to independent, recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 41-39, Marion up by two. St. Joe rallying here, Coach. Uh, and it's anybody's ball game at this point. Well, it really is. And, uh, hey, it's the type of game I think that we really expected here tonight. And, uh, again, now the height is paying off a little bit for St. Joseph, being able to get some uh, easy baskets under around the, uh, around the rim. 41-39. Marion's lead down to two here. They led 40 to 34 after three. They were actually up 27-20 at halftime. So that lead has slowly come down with seven at the half, six after three, now down to two with 542 left in the ballgame. Marion has only scored one point so far in this quarter. So the defense of St. Joseph has uh, really picked it up, that along with uh, some of the Marion turnovers. St. Joe has outscored Marion 5-1 to one to start the fourth quarter. Marion has the ball back underway here. Sullivan across midcourt. Gives it up to Bracey, back to Sullivan. Boffman, Kakalea, and Franklin also on the floor for Marion. Bracey gives it back to Sullivan now. Between the circles, now back to Bracey. Hakovic, Konezny, Fudo, Terry, and Driscoll on the floor for St. Joe. Odell on the bench with four fouls. Coach Johnson upset about something, not quite sure. And now Konezny nearly gets a steal, but it falls into the hands of Bracey. Now Marion's going to have to keep attacking. Boffman in the left front court pulls it back. Under five to play in the game. Marion's lead is two. Hakovic all over Bracey. Now gives it off to Kakalea, back to Boffman. Bounce pass to Sullivan on the right wing. Covered by Fuda and Kinesny. Now it's Boffman over to Kakalea. Kicks it out to Sullivan. Post, post up for three. And the triple is good for Deglin Sullivan. And I do see a cheer from the St. Joe student section from Keegan Sullivan. Did Keegan cheer for him? Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a nice sister. And then she got dirty looks from all her classmates. <laughs> Hakovic for three. No good. Driscoll tips it around, nearly gets the rebound, but comes down to Kakalea. Marion's lead is 5, 4.15 to play in the ballgame. Odell going to check back in here for St. Joe at the next timeout. Sullivan with the ball on the right wing, gives it off to Kakalea, loses the handle. Kinesny the steal. Now they're going to call Kinesny for a foul, I think. Or are they going to call Kakalea for the foul? Let's see what they call here. They're going to call Kinesny for the loose ball foul, foul, trying to get that ball. Okay. They, they had to call it on somebody. <laughs> yes. When a guy goes to the ground, but wasn't sure what they were going to call it, depending on the vantage point. So well, Odell comes into the game for John Driscoll. Uh, just Mar- a third foul on Kinesnate. Marion yeah. has the ball. Exactly 4-0-1 to play in the ball game. Midway through the fourth quarter. Marion's up by five with the ball. Yeah. Boffman gets it into Bracey. Back to Boffman. I love watching Jack Fuda. He's trying to get a steal. He's like a a mouse out there. (laughs) 
And then Kyrell Franklin's pass stolen by Hakovic. Hakovic in transition, gets the lane to drop. 44-41, Marion's lead down to three. Well, that's Hakovic's first basket of the night. 3.35 left in the game. Bracey brings it up the floor, gives it up to Sullivan for three, rims out. Ball tipped around, Bracey gets the long rebound. Bracey drives inside, gives it up to Sullivan. Short jumper for Sullivan, won't drop. Rebound tipped around, Bracey gets it. Bracey underneath, oh, drop in. What an effort, what an effort. That's nothing but effort. He wanted it. He's got 19, Marion's lead is five, and a whistle on the floor and a foul called on Kyrell Franklin. We're gonna have a great three minutes of basketball here, Arch. What else do you expect on Redeemer Radio? But great games. If it's if it's January and it's basketball on Redeemer Radio, it's going to it's, the wire. Yeah, that's right. Unless it's the Marion Mishawaka <laughs> girls. We won't talk about that. 305 to play here in the ballgame. 46-41. Marion up by five. Pass inside the Terry, tipped, but gets into oh. his hands ultimately. Now double team in the paint, fights his way up and over and in. Will Terry, a man inside. I think that was just, again, a great effort. He was not going to be stopped. He was determined. Three-point lead now for Marion. 2.40 to play in the game. Sullivan loses the handle, stripped away. Fuda gets the loose ball. So St. Joe has the ball, down by three, 2.35 left. Kinesny left wing, long range three. He got it from 28 feet. We're tied at 46. 2.22 to play in the ball game, in the Holy War on the hardwood. Thanks for joining us here on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Angel DiCarlo, Bob Berger, and Zach Smith. 2.10 left in the game, 46-46. Boffman loses the handle, falls loose. Comes down to Kakaleo, off to Sullivan. It was Kinesny that was the interrupter on the play, but St. Joe wasn't able to get the steal. Now under two to play in the game. Bracey, Kakaleo, top of the key, into the corner to Franklin. Franklin drops it off to Bracey. Bracey to the left corner for Boffman for three. This one won't go, Kakaleo gets the rebound. Loose ball. Yes. And it goes for Sullivan. <laughs> Deglin Sullivan puts Marion ahead, 48-46. 140 left in the game. And we've got a timeout on the floor. We'll take a time. Well, actually, let's keep it right here. And we'll let you know we want to thank Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance, the presenting sponsor for all our Holy War broadcasts, including baseball and softball, coming up in May. The Knights of Columbus have been providing fa valuable financial protection for Catholic families since 1882. Learn more about Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance by visiting andrewweisskofc.com. 48-46, two minutes, under two minutes to play in the game. Let's go courtside to Zach Smith. Coach Johnson really wants his team in this really close, tight game in this last minute to just go for every 50-50 ball. He feels like that could be a real difference maker, get his team to win. All right, Zach, thank you very much. Bob, that, that would make sense. You might as well go all out here yeah, to get every loose ball. There's nothing to hold back. There's the, you don't wait on anything. You forget the fouls. Hey, if you do, so what? You know, you just well, especially go when, after Especially them. when you're down by two. two that's Worst right. case scenario, you foul them and you're causing them to shoot free throws. That's okay. It stops the clock. You get the ball back. So and, and, it makes sense that they're the, going to be the aggressor here. 
And they do have the ball, Whoa. down by two, 48-46, after Sullivan got that go-ahead bucket. Sullivan's been outstanding here tonight. The freshman not playing like one for the Marion Knights. Konezny off to Hakovic. Hakovic trying oh. to pass it off. Boffman with the steal. 125 okay. left in the game. Boffman, the hero, Friday night with a three. This time he gets a big defensive okay. stop for Marion. 120 left in the game. Marion has <laughs> the ball. Sullivan right wing. Now back to Bracey. Bracey cuts through the lane. He goes in for the lay-in. Marion's up by four. He caught St. Joe sleeping. Well, that's a... Here's Konezny. And he's fouled. Well, it's called on... Uh... I believe Boffman, so it's going to be player control, so the ball will be out of bounds with 63 seconds to go. And I know this, oh, one and one. Oh, okay, thank you, Ange. 17 foul, one and one for Konezny. Okay. Thornton coming into the ball game. He's replacing Kyrell Franklin. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors, creating great places to work since 1982. 103 left in the game. Marion ahead 50 to 46. Konezny at the line. One and one situation. He misses. It's short. Oh. Kakalea gets the rebound. One minute left. Marion up by four. Jerry Bracey. Well, now you're in a situation. You get very selective on your shot right now. You've got that lead. Terry trying to get the steal. And Konezny almost gets a calculate to the ground. And Marion going to call the timeout. They just got it. The St. Joe bench and the fans wanted a travel call as Calculea oh. fell to the ground, but they didn't get it. I tell you, and Father Coonan, I tell you, he's going to have sore arms with that, that spin move of his. I am impressed. With under a minute left in the game, you know that you can open, uh, elevate membership at Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. You get $50 in your new account and another $50 for an eligible nonprofit like a Catholic high school or parish or even Redeemer Radio, you're a share of values. Why not share in your benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. I tell you, now is a situation. The two games that Marion has lost against Lures and Adams, they were up in, in a situation like this, and they lost the game. And it was something that was very concerning to Coach Berger. Now let's see you know, how they have grown maybe since the uh, early part of the season. But with that said, they also were leading most of the game against Mishawaka, blew the lead, and then won it in the end. So that was a game where they may have made that turning point. So inbound pass to Bracey. 40 seconds left. Marion up by four with possession. Bracey loses the handle. Fuda jumps on the ball. And a double dribble called on Bracey. St. Joe basketball. Kyrell Franklin going to check into the game for Marion for Thornton. So it is Will Terry, Hakovich, Konezny, Fuda, and Odell for St. Joe. Sullivan, Boffman, Kakalea, Franklin, and Bracey for Marion. 30, 30 seconds, seconds left. <laughs> Konezny goes in. He gets the jumper to go, and St. Joe calls the timeout. 26.8 seconds left. St. Joe pulls within two on the J.R. Konezny bucket. Konezny now has seven points in the fourth quarter. 21 points for the game. Bracey also has 21 points. Marion's lead is two with, again, 26.8 points left. Coach, what are you, if you're each head coach, what are you saying in the huddle right now? All right, now, if you're Marion, you've got to get the ball inbounds. That is the of utmost importance. And I'm sure that uh, 
St. Joseph is going to try to go for that steal. If they don't get the steal in the half court, they've got to come up with an immediate foul and uh, put uh, Marion at the line. Marion has struggled a little bit tonight at the uh, free throw line, but uh, so it's all uh, get first for Marion getting the ball inbounds. St. Joseph, they want to put the pressure on and get a steal or get a count. Kakalea will inbound, 26.8 seconds remaining. Marion has the lead with the ball up by two, 50 to 48. Calculate trying to get it in, gets it into Sullivan, and Sullivan immediately okay, fouled. fouled. Only one second went off the shot or the play clock. 25.7 seconds left in the game. Okay, so they're not in the bonus yet. So again, Marion has to get that ball in bounds. They're getting into what we call an eye. Everybody is lined up. Ooh. Next foul uh. for St. Joe will send Marion to the line. And Hagovich tried to foul Bracey. They didn't call it. They get it into the front court. And now a foul called on, I believe, Fuda. They're now they're going to call it on Connor Licka, who's in the game. And it'll be a one and one situation for Kakalea. And uh, he's only three of seven on the year at 43%. So Coach Johnson, being the wiry old coach that he is, uh, you know, they were able, the ball went to Kakalea and uh, they fouled him. This trip to the free throw line brought to you by Office Interiors. 20 seconds left. Marion up by two, 50 to 48. Misses the shot. Here's Konezny. Okay. 15 seconds left. Marion up by two, 50 to 48. Fuda has the ball. Gives it off to Hakovic. Hakovic back to Fuda. Six seconds left. Hakovic in the corner. Drives inside to Terry, to Fuda. For three, for the win. No. Marion wins. Woo. 50 to 48. They hold on as the three at the buzzer won't drop. And the Marion student body rushing the floor in celebration here as Marion gets the win 50 to 48 over St. Joe in the Holy War on the hardwood. Congratulations to the Knights on the big victory here over the St. Joe Indians. Uh, I hate to be, I don't want to be negative, but Condesny never touched the ball in that last two minutes, two or uh, two minutes, excuse me, last 25 seconds. And he's your man, he's your uh, leading scorer, you're all American, and uh, not to have him touch the ball, uh, you know, probably really hurt them. Or, John consequently, maybe conversely, maybe it was Marion's defense that did not allow them to get the ball to him. Jerry Bracey is our player of the game, brought to you by Tony Letcher Health Markets with 21 points. Zach Smith will look to track him down on the court. Uh, celebration going on on the court right now oh, here wow. <laughs> for the Marion Knights. I don't know if Zach has uh, found Jerry yet, but let's see if he has. If I, he does, we'll, we'll let you know. Zach. I think Zach is lost in the crowd, I think. He got swallowed up. Come on, Let's, Zach. Zach has found Jerry, but he's going to bring him over here. So okay. br let's bring Jerry wow. Bracey over here so we can get him on. 50-48, to 48, the final score. Marion wins by two. And let's go courtside now to Zach Smith with Jerry Bracey. Jerry, win over the Holy War in your senior year. What does it mean? Everything, you know, we came out with intensity. They, they, everyone thought they were the better team. We were ready. The young guys stepped up. We knocked down shots, and it feels good. It feels like one of the biggest games of our season so far. You got to the basket with ease tonight. What? Just speak a little on that. 
Um, well, I knew they were going to, uh, I thought they were going to let me shoot, but they obviously didn't. They had wide gaps. I just do what I had to do, do what I do best, the most, most effective way on the court, and I drove the ball, knocked down layup. Congrats, JC. Thank you. All right, Jerry Bracey is the Redeemer Radio player of the game, brought to you by Tony Letcher of Health Markets. Marion wins 50-48. to Bracey scores 21 points in the victory. The Redeemer Radio play of the game, brought to you by Tony Letcher of Health Markets. Tony is a parishioner at Queen of Peace Catholic Church and his kids attend Marion High School. If you're looking for assistance with Medicare, your family, or individual health insurance or life insurance, visit tletcher.com. Thanks to Tony Letcher from Health Markets for supporting high school sports on Redeemer Radio. Coach, your uh, your thoughts here, Marion's victory at the, bu- uh, well, not the buzzer, but in the final seconds, 50 Well, I'll tell you, I think there's basically two factors for Marion. Number one, Jerry Bracey. Jerry had just an outstanding game. His quickness, we made mention of it earlier in the ball game. If we've ever seen anybody, if we've seen anybody quicker this year in Jerry Bracey, well, he was able to get to the basket and uh, really was a very, very effective he ended up with, well, I don't know, what was it? I'm 21. 21, thank you, Anj. And so I think that was key. Number two, I think, was the defense of Marion. I think uh, they held St. Joseph to 24 points under their season average. So I think part of that has to be given to the defense of Marion High School. All right, let's take a quick timeout, then we'll run through the final scores. Marion defeats St. Joe 50-48. to Back after this on Redeemer Radio 95.7. Join Bishop Kevin Rhodes, Bishop of Fort Wayne South Bend, every Wednesday at noon for his weekly show, Truth in Charity. On each episode, he joins host Kyle Hyman to discuss key issues facing Catholics in the diocese and beyond. Then he answers questions submitted by listeners. If you would like to submit a question, go to RedeemerRadio.com slash AskBishop. Truth and Charity with Bishop Rose is brought to you in part by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. As we get older, it's natural to think about what kind of legacy we will leave to those we love. Life in this world is finite, and when we face death, there can be abundant peace in knowing that all we have worked for will help others to become saints. Leave a legacy of evangelization by planning to give a portion of your estate to Redeemer Radio in your will. Your gift will have eternal consequences in the lives of those brought into deeper relationship with Christ because of Redeemer Radio. Welcome back here, Marion defeating St. Joe by a score of 50 to 48. Jerry Bracey was our player of the game as he scores 21 points. Coach, you want to run us through the final scoring here tonight? All right. The final score was Marion 50 and St. Joseph 48. Let's look first at the St. Joseph Indians. Uh, Cole Hakovich ended up with uh, two points. Adam O'Dell had six points. Will Terry had 16 points. And the leading scorer for the St. Joseph Indians, the D1 recruit, and and uh, Notre Dame commit. J.R. Konezny ended up with 21. Interesting point. Only four people scored for St. Joseph tonight. Looking at the victorious Marion Knights, Deglin Sullivan had 11. Darion Thornton had four. Kyrell Franklin had nine points. Mitchell Menning played but did not score. Kaleo Kakalea had two points. Michael Boffman had three. And the leading scorer for the victorious Marion Knights was Jerry Bracey, also with 21 points. 
Well, uh, just an outstanding game. St. Joe had that early lead in the first few minutes with about, I don't know, uh, midway through the first quarter, St. Marion started taking over. They took the lead. They led, uh, well, actually, St. Joe led 11-8 after one quarter, and then it was the second quarter where uh, Marion really took control, Coach. They outscored St. Joe 19-9 in the second quarter to go up by 7. And here's the thing. We could give this. We gave the player of the game to Bracy. We easily could have given it to Sullivan because he hit major <laughs> shots in this game at critical points, including the three to close out the first half to make it a, a seven-point lead. Well, he really did. And uh, a freshman? No, I, I don't think so. But maybe that's what the that's what the roster says. He's a freshman, but he plays much older than that. And I think that he's going to have a great career. Had a great game tonight, but a great career in his next four years at Marion High School. St. Joe averaging 72 points per game. Marion's stout defense holds them to 48 points. Marion only gives up 45 points per game to to hold the number two team in the state in Class 3A, who averages 72 points to uh, just 48. That. That is a uh, team award of defensive proportions for the Marion Knights. Well, I'll tell you, that's almost a Tony Letcher team of the night. Yeah. I'll tell you, <laughs> the defense. Absolutely. Uh, so Marion improves to 7-2 and two in the season, 4-1 and one in the NIC. Next up for them, they will go, uh, they'll take on Riley on Friday night. And then they're gonna take they go on the road to CMA next week on January 21st for St. Joe. They drop to eight and two, three and one in the NIC. They are on the road at Clay on Thursday, and then they will host Culver Academy Saturday night. That is our next broadcast here on Redeemer Radio 95.7. You think it's gonna be a great game? Whew. They all are on Redeemer Radio 95.7. And that's going to be J.R. Konezny versus, uh, you know, battle. Trey Galloway. Trey Galloway, oh, who's committed to IU. IU. So uh, that's going to be another great battle of Division One recruits coming up on Saturday night. Uh, well, uh, Coach, you got any final thoughts? Well, I'll tell you, it's just a, an outstanding game. We've covered just a lot of things, but I think Konezny, I'll tell you, he came through when, when they were needed to get him back in the ball game. But, again, Jerry Bracey, our player of the game, really was uh, tonight, anyway, was a little more than what St. Joseph can handle. He just had an outstanding game. That's a wrap on tonight's action. Be sure to join us this Saturday night when the St. Joe boys are in action against one of the top teams in the state. In Class 4A, Culver Academy's tip-off set for 7.30. The next Tuesday will be with the Marion Girls as they host NLC leading Northwood. High School Basketball and Redeemer Radio has been presented by Tyrac and Notre Dame Federal Credit Union and by Andrew Weiss of Knights of Columbus Insurance. Learn more about Andrew at andrewweisskofc.com. Thanks to our producer back at the 95.7 Studios, Joe Andert, and to our St. Joe student interns, St. Joe... St. Joe's Zach Smith, our courtside reporter, and Marion's Cam Duranic was handling social media. For my partner, Bob Berger, I'm Angel DiCarlo, the final from St. Joe, 50-48. to The Knights get the victory in the Holy War on the Hardwood. Good night and God bless from downtown South Bend. This is Father Terry Coonan from St. Therese Little Flower Catholic Church and chaplain at St. Joseph High School. Let us pray. Loving God, as we walk our journey of faith with your son and with each other, May we cherish the lessons we learn in daily life that help us to grow in faith, hope, and love. 
May today's game help us to resolve to work together more perfectly to share your gospel of Jesus Christ, to share his peace and joy and truth, so that we may more strongly be united to each other and to you and to your church. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. St. Joseph, pray for us. Thanks for joining us for High School Basketball on Redeemer Radio, 95.7 FM. Our broadcast was presented by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, where you bank does matter. And by Tire Rack, more tires, great prices. Visit TireRack.com. We now return you to regular programming already in progress.